good morning, football fans, and welcome to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Hosted by Adams Moral Hospital with breakfast served at the West End Restaurant. Also sponsored by Mind's Eye Graphic, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. Last night around the area, Snyder defeated Concordia 27-0. Homestead defeated Bishop Lures 38-13. Carroll uh, defeated Northside in a 124-point battle by the score of 76-48. Wayne 42, Northrop 33, Bishop Dwinger defeated Southside 33-13. Fremont took out Antwerp, Ohio 25-15. Eastside 34, West Noble 0. Fairfield 32, Central Noble 6. Cherubusco defeated Garrett 44-15. Northridge defeated Wawasee 20-0. Wawasee uh, Warsaw took out um, Plymouth 14, uh, 28-14. Whitco defeated Rochester 28-7. In uh, NE8 and ACAC contests, East Noble defeated Huntington North 28-21. Columbia City defeated Belmont 47-6. Leo defeated Norwell 17-0. New Haven took on Pioneer and defeated them 32-28. Adam Central defeated Tri-High 41-0. South Adams defeated Bluffton 60 to 7 in our game of the week, and Heritage defeated Woodland by a score of 26 to 19. Uh, performances that can be noted around the area: James Arnold last night in our game had uh, 270 yards passing with four TDs, and um, Laban Davis of Eastside had 302 total yards with four touchdowns. Becker of um, Carroll had 460 yards passing with nine total touchdowns for home st- uh, for. Carroll and that defeat over North Side by a score of 76 to 48. So with that, I'm going to send it back to Steve Gagel running the board for me for a f- few messages, and we'll be back with uh, Coach Michael Mosher of Adam Central on the uh, phone right after this. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 250 one East Water Street in Burn. The trained and knowledgeable medical staff at Adams Memorial Hospital are dedicated to personalized care. Dr. Robert Kinney specializes in interventional spine and sports medicine procedures and regenerative medicine. Dr. Scott Colclasure specializes in anesthesiology and pain management procedures. The trained staff serves your medical needs by providing individual care in a safe environment along with education for you and your family throughout your visit. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Thank you for making West End Restaurant Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End Grilled Cod Sandwich, Baked Sweet Potato, Breaded Pickles, Jalapeno Poppers, and we still have our old favorite, 
So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heating High School Football Coaches Show. I'm Rex Brewer. We're uh, live at, uh, at uh, hosted by Adams Moral Hospital. We were live at the West End Restaurant this morning, and I'm joined on the phone by Coach Michael Mosher of the Adams Central Flying Jets. And, Mike, we talked off air. Uh, picked up a game kind of late as uh, Monroe Central called last week uh, before your game and decided that uh, they could not play this week. So you picked up a game against Try High and had a trip over there. So got a little bit late coming home last night. But uh, how'd that game go for you after the long bus ride? Well, it, it ended up working out real good for us. Uh, we, we came into this week uh, with a little bit different of a focus. Uh, had to change some things up from last week because it just kind of felt like the wheels on the bus fell off a little bit against Eastside, and so we had to uh, adjust uh, some of the stuff we were doing offensively for sure. And it was about going back to basics and doing the things uh, that we uh, we need to be doing well. And that's what really worked for us last night. So I was really concerned uh, going into this week, and we bounced back after uh, not playing very well and making so many mistakes and uh, against Eastside. So I thought our kids did did real well bouncing back. I thought they uh, uh, they they played played hard on both sides of the ball, uh, and I was excited to see uh, us, us do as well as we did on a on a you know two hour bus ride. So the kids the kids really decided to to, to do what we called a reset this week. And uh, I thought they did real well. Well, Michael, it's it's easy to have a bad game against a good football team like Eastside. Yeah. I mean, Eastside came in and a big, strong physical team, and and they pretty much manhandled you a little bit. So uh, that's not a game that you just really played bad, but you you played a very good team, and that tends to make a difference in those kind of games. Well, I I would agree definitely. Eastside is a is a solid solid football team, and they're going to have a uh, a great a great season. I mean, they are they are good. But, but yes, I, I I feel like they manhandled us up front. But I was also really uh, upset about some of the mistakes we were making as a team mentally, and that was the biggest problem that we had to be able to fix. You know, I I, I don't know if we would have been able to to beat Eastside if we would have played the perfect game. I'm not sure of that. But it was a lot of mental mistakes, and a lot of that was our coaching. You know, putting kids in, in positions that uh, I, I don't think were ready for that, and we were trying to do it maybe too much uh, offensively and, and confuse some of our kids. And like we talked last week, um, you know, we're our, we as coaches are our harshest critics, and so when we see something that's that's not working, it's not always the kids; it's it's the, it's the coaches who you know put them into that scenario. So. Uh, we had to change some things. We had to kind of go back to some of our our basics, um, and and made it made it simpler for our kids to uh, to to really really excel in. And I and I think now we're we're back to where we need to be, and we're back to our basics. And now we can start building on that, and and not try to rush ahead, which is what I uh, assumed we could do. And uh, so now I feel like we're we're back to where we can go and, and see what we can do this week against uh, Jay County. Started off a little bit slow. I mean, first half you only had a couple of uh-huh. touchdowns, and then in the yep. second half uh, you seemed to get things rolling a little bit better. Is, was there any keys to that game that kind of turned it for you that uh, put the uh, second half in a better light for you? Well, I, I think just just the energy of our kids. I mean, trying you know trying to figure out um, 
what what we needed to be able to do, what plays we needed to to, to run uh, against that. I mean, I mean, try try was huge. I mean, they were they were big, uh, they were physical for a, for a one A school. Uh, I was really surprised at how how big they were. I mean, we knew going in that they had size, but when you were there up against them, uh, they 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 really did a little bit. Our, our kids, they 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 were kind of giants to our kids, and and our kids played really tough and and had to figure out uh, how best to to get through their defensive um, scheme. And so, it it just was one of those things. I think our kids just didn't didn't panic and um, you know played solid and hard uh, defensively. We we had to be uh, we had to play responsibility. We we couldn't we, you know with their misdirection. They run a lot of the. Their offense a lot like ours. They run, you know, a lot of the a lot of motion and wing T football, and it's all about uh, staying home and playing responsibility. and And I think we just kind of wore them down. I think that our kids were able to to get a little bit of some fire and some some momentum uh, in the second half. And really, the third quarter is really where it just uh, it, it, it took off, uh, and uh, we were able to kick off to them and pin them back, uh, and. Uh, stopped them and then went down and scored so we were able to move the ball which was was effective and I think it gave our kids a lot of confidence that we can do this you know we were playing with uh, you know experienced kids but we're also playing with a lot of non-experienced kids and I think it gave gave our guys some confidence this week to to maybe bounce back and and uh, and move forward so it was a it was a good game for us to have and 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 it was a good opponent uh, I was very impressed with uh, with try, um, very impressed with their their coaches and their uh, their kids, and so it was it was good to be able to get a win against a good team. I know that uh, typically Adam Center, you're a running team, and uh, last week you tried to air the ball out yep. a little bit. Was there some uh, standouts uh, on the running game for you, and were you able to throw the ball a little bit last night? We did not throw the ball much. We kind of stuck to our run game, and it was effective, and, and we did have. Uh, some successful passes to Nick Newey caught a touchdown pass, and and uh, so that worked out well for us. I uh, had a few other passes. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't look at the stats, but I think I probably threw less than five times. Uh, Blake had Blake Hirely had a, a big night for us, and, and he needed that. Um, he did not have the the week he wanted last week, and and that's a testimony again to Eastside. Uh, but he ran well. Um, uh, Alex Curry ran well. Uh, we put uh, we put Mason Mason Derue at uh, two back and uh, Gavin Cook and both those guys um, went into the ball game at different times and, and ran well for us and blocked well and I really think our offensive line uh, really showed up and and that's what I think they really gained some confidence uh, against a, a bigger front uh, like Eastside not as good as Eastside, but definitely as, as, as big as what Eastside was. And so that, that gave them some confidence that we can do this uh, if we, we know where we're going, we know how to block, if we know the, uh, the, the railroad tracks that we like to say that, uh, of our blocking scheme. And if they can do that, they're going to find success. Well, uh, Coach, uh, you're a running team, but uh, you can always remember the, uh, the great line that Woody Hayes had when he talked about passing. He said, when you pass, three things can happen and two of them are bad. So, I mean, it, you yeah. don't you don't throw yeah. interceptions when you don't pass the ball. So, That's right. That's right. 
Uh, we did see That's some. We, and we believe in that. We believe in that. <laughs> it's uh, good to see that your offensive line was able to uh, compete with uh, yeah. a, a team more their size uh, this week. And, uh, yes. you know, Hirely, I see, had a touchdown and uh, some good rushing yards where the week before where you yes. guys just had nothing in the middle that, cause that right. worked for you. Nothing. Nothing. And so that's why, you know, a couple of our, our offensive linemen said, but that, that felt good to move the ball. And uh, uh, that's what we like to see, and that's what we like to do. You know, of course, not always you can do that. You know, each week is, is very different, and defensive schemes are different. And, you know, being an offensive lineman is tough because of the different schemes that we have. We had a, uh, you know, like a 3-5 last night with linebackers everywhere, and you have to contend with that and figure out who to block and how to block. And, and so I was really pleased that they listened all week. They worked hard all week. They did what we wanted them to do uh, and came out on top. So that's, that's a plus. You know, we talk about the offense all the time, but defense wins ball games. And uh, you pitched a shutout yeah, last night, uh, 41-0 over Trya. What uh, weapons did they have that you guys had to contend with on their offensive side of the ball? They, they didn't have tons of speed. Like I said, they, they had a lot of size, um, which, which when they wanted to, to go up the gut, they, they, they pushed us around quite a bit. You know, they had one of their, one of their backs, one of their, I, I believe it was either their fullback or wingback that, that they would run a little counter, counter play sometimes to their wingback, and then their fullback on like a trap uh, or a wedge. And, and they, they got a lot of yards up the gut from us. And I think we were just able to wear them down uh, and eventually we made some, some adjustments, and uh, we were in a 40 for a little bit, which they like to take advantage of. When we went to the 50, it, it, it kind of plugged the middle a little bit, and they were forced to go outside. And they had some big big plays. had one kid uh, that, that had some speed, and he, uh, he beat us a couple times around the corner. Uh, but ultimately our kids were able to adjust, and, and they were able to, to recognize what, what play was coming. And uh, and I and I you know really it's a it's a testimony to our, our defensive coaches who were able to, to to teach that all week and and eventually the kids recognized that and was able to get our speed uh, to match their speed to to get them stopped so that was a that was a real plus you know this season with the uh, the way that things are going right now you're yeah. planning for your game against uh, Jay County next week uh, as as things go you hope that's who you're going to play next week but. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you look forward to in that game against Jay County next week? Well, I think it's another game where we, we can't get uh, too fancy. We, we, we've had some success against Jay County in the past going right at them, um, you know, using, using our, our wing tee to the best of our abilities and, and, and misdirection uh, is, is hard for them to handle at times, and, and I'm, I'm hoping that's uh, the case again. Uh, we'll we'll see. I bet you know you never know. We we also want to just pound the ball uh, as much as we can and and surprise them with the pass when when we feel we should. Uh, defensively, they're they're always a little bit of a, a of a handful for us. Um, you know they they run a, a offense similar to ours and they run it real well. Um, that's that's the one thing. They are, they're definitely better. You look at Jay County. They're they're definitely a better offensive team than what they have historically been defensively and so you know we have to be able to counter their their offense and uh, if, if if they decide to to misdirection us as well which sometimes we struggle with uh, we could we could be in in a world of hurt so we have to be able to play hard this week we got to be able to uh teach our kids up and 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 ride the momentum that we have with one victory here under our belt 
and move on. Well, Michael, I appreciate you taking the time to call in this morning. And uh, Nick Hall from Belmont has just finished his delicious plate of biscuits and gravy here at West End. And uh, he gets to talk about football this week after having two weeks yeah. off. But uh, he gets, uh, yeah. gets to play some football here. So we really appreciate you calling in. And uh, we're going to take our first break and uh, go back to studio. But we thank Michael Moser for calling in. And uh, we wish you success next week at Jay County. Thanks. That's been Coach Michael Moser of the Adam Central Flying Jets. I'm going to send back to studio Steve Giggle running aboard for me. We'll be back with uh, more football talk right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent, someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Football Coaches Show, Rex Brewer, joined by Nick Hall of the Belmont Braves. And uh, Nick, for the first time in two weeks, uh, you get to talk about football this morning. How'd it go for you last night? Uh, I'll turn you up there. I'm sorry. Uh, There you go. Well, um, you know, our kids, they came out pretty excited. You know, we haven't played for two weeks here. Um, Our first half, you know, I thought we came out, we played real hard. I mean... It was 7-0 after the first and 19-0 at halftime. Yeah, 19-0 at halftime, we saw that, and it's like, well, that, that's promising. We were we were competitive that first half. They played hard. They played their butts off. Um, I'm sure it was a little bit was they were excited to be out there. Um, halftime, you could tell we we gassed a little bit. So, uh, Well, you got to remember, you, you haven't played football, really. You had that two-week break, and yeah. uh, where other people were training, conditioning. You just kind of had to hope your kids took something on on their own. But uh, going into a brand-new facility like that, we talked a little bit off-air, and uh, you talked about the facilities. And uh, I think every high school football coach should have the advantage to have that sort of facility, don't you believe? Oh, their facilities were incredible. Um, nice turf field, nice big press box, big stands, 
we had our own guest locker room on our side with air conditioning. And I mean, it was it was top of the line. Yeah, but I agree, Dale, if you're listening. <laughs> well, I think it takes more than your athletic director. It takes a big checkbook from somebody <laughs> oh, to yeah. come in. But uh, I mean, a lot of school corporations are going that way, and it's uh, actually turf has become more affordable. You know, when it starts getting into the uh, the maintenance that it takes to uh, mow grass and and uh, uh, fertilize grass and water grass, things like that. But uh, um, offensively, um, you finally got a score on the board. But the, one of the statistics I saw that come in was that you guys only possessed the ball six minutes and forty-one seconds. So how do you? How do? You, well, that's what I saw on, on scouts. But did, did you have the ball more than that? Because we well, kind of surprised. Oh, no, we had the ball for over twenty-six minutes. We, okay. We had yeah, air on scout. On yeah. The yeah. We had, digital scout. So I think we had it for like twenty-seven minutes or something okay. like that. And, I mean, we we moved the ball um, that first half there. Like I said, we got to the second half and our our kids kind of gassed. I mean, I had kids that – I mean, I played two freshmen last night on my offensive line in the second half. I mean, I, I had to rotate them in. You know, uh, Dylan Velez and Braylon Brown, They, I mean, they stepped up and went in there and played, um, which I was pretty impressed with. I and mean, they didn't back down. They went in there and fought. Um, I had another freshman, you know, end up putting him at long snapper. <laughs> went in there and played, and, you know, he played his butt off as well. Um but yeah, so. I did see. Uh, we saw a couple of statistics that you know Laughlin had some yards. Aiden Four had some yards. I think Aiden is able to punch that touchdown in the second half. Uh, were you able to pass the ball, or did you just pretty much just keep it on the ground and see what you get? Um, I think we threw the ball five times. I think it was we ran forty-five plays, forty-six plays, five or six times we threw the ball. Um, I mean, we, our running game is pretty pretty even now. I mean, I think Aiden ran the ball the most. I think he had ten, fifteen carries. And then everything, everyone else after that was about eight carries. Um, I mean, with our option offense, I rotate in six to seven backs back there that get carries, and they're all very capable of running each position back there. So well, I know how it is early in the season. Uh, a, a new coach trying to get the the system back in play, and a couple of weeks off, uh, you're gonna you're gonna cycle those kids in and out and see who comes to the top and see who's gonna want to play hard for you, and uh, and eventually that uh, that's gonna work itself out for you. Sure, yeah. Um, like I mean, I had Dylan Andrews rotating at left tackle, swapping jerseys, playing <laughs> playing slot. So um, I'm not sure if many people have seen that before, but he came off the field, coaches ripping jerseys off, putting another jersey on, got out there playing left tackle. I mean, I mean, he played his butt off last night. Uh, I could be more proud of that kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was in in and out. I know that um, you said that uh, you'd had a, an increase in uh, participants uh, since the season started. Uh, who are those, some of those kids that? Uh, uh, have played for you since day one that have really stepped up, and there's uh, anybody in that new group of kids uh, kind of came to the surface and become um, quality day, for you. Day one, I mean, Gabe Roman, he's been with the program for four years, and I mean, he played his tail off last night. He was pretty upset after the game, you know, I mean, because I mean, he's been with the program for three years and or four years, I should say, and uh, he's put the work in for four years, and I mean, he's ready to win. I mean, he's a competitor. He's ready to win. And, I told him after the game, I said, Gabe, just keep playing hard. Keep playing hard. Get these other kids to play hard with you. And, uh, I mean, we named him one of our captains Thursday night. So he's one of our captains, him and John Allman and Dalton Robinson, two juniors and a senior there. And, I mean, Gabe's a competitor. He's gonna, he'll bring the kids along with him, so that's why he was named one of the captains. So, Well, I grew up right next to the Roman boys, and they're scrappers. They will they will fight you to the end. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we played a lot of sports with them all around, and uh, they're, they're some pretty hard – Hard nosed kids uh, uh, for that uh, high powered offense for uh, Columbus City. Their quarterback ended up uh, 
with uh, 318 yards passing and five TDs. Uh, was there things that you did in the first half that kind of settled down, that was able to control them a little bit, that kind of got away from you in the second half? Uh, the second half, they'd start taking shots downfield. Um, our secondary is pretty young. Um, I think each, I think let's see, one Aiden and uh, John Almer are only returning on there. They played one year last year. That was their first year playing varsity football. This year we have Kobe Baker at corner right now, and we're rotating some other guys to the other corner. And I mean they're they're pretty inexperienced out there. And I think with time it will come. Um, yeah, I think they just need more reps. You know, like like you said earlier, it's our, our first game playing. I mean we didn't have a scrimmage or anything like that. So really, I mean, yeah, they they took they start taking shots downfield, and we couldn't keep up with their speed. So well, your conference doesn't allow you. Uh, a week off. I mean, you, yeah. you start right into the season. Columbia City's tough. You go to Norwell, who has a much improved team next week, and that will be our game of the week. We'll be at uh, Bob Worthman Stadium as uh, Norwell comes uh, to play. Norwell uh, was defeated by Leo last night in a, in a pretty close game, but uh, that's a couple of quality teams right there. Yeah, um, Norwell's defense is going to be tough. They always have a tough defense. Um, it always seems like they uh, know what we're going to do, when we're going to do it, and uh, yeah, their defense is tough. They played Leo real tough last night. It was like 17-0. Um, but, yeah, they have a real good quarterback, four-year starter back there. Um, he's very elusive. He's quick. He returns punts. He returns kicks. He plays safety. Um, so, yeah, we'll have our hands full with him as well. Um, but, yeah, we just got to watch some film on him, see how they are. So, I mean, that, that uh, cross-the-county cross line rivalry between Belmont and Norwell in just about every sport is pretty intense. I don't care if you're playing basketball or if you're yeah. you know, or playing football or any any other sport. That's always a pretty good rivalry. And uh, they, you know, kind of limited on crowd, but they usually bring a very aggressive crowd. Uh, and, uh, their baseball teams had good success in the past. But uh, that's, a, that's a kind of a game that you really want to participate in and uh, do well at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Belmont Normal uh, Conference rivalry is normally a pretty big rivalry. Um, you know, they're a well-coached team with Coach Gerber over there. Um, but, yeah, they'll bring a crowd if, if they can. Depending on me. I mean, they'll sell out their tickets. Was it two per kid probably? Two per rostered player. Yeah, they'll have probably guys that are doing stats and whatnot, four different stats guys and four different consistently get guys, people in the game to be there. But they'll line up along the fence, I'm sure. I mean, they'll bring people over. So, yeah. Now, you were limited with fans last night, but uh, was it good to actually have some fans on your side? It was. Um, we were limited with fans, but, I mean, it looked like we had a decent amount of fans up there, which was great to see. The kids loved seeing people. I mean, let me see, it's not a, a short drive. I mean, it's an hour drive away, and, I mean, I think we we had 150 tickets allotted to us, and I think we probably sold just about all of them. So, I mean, it, yeah. was, it was nice having fans there, yeah. And I think that's the thing, that uh, people have kind of been shut in. They've been shut out of things, and uh, when they have the opportunity to go, I mean, I know that people really miss sports, and uh, I, I know that people sometimes think that people put too much emphasis on high school sports, but I think that's one of those things that kind of helps keep communities together, and it definitely keeps your school program together when you have sports, be it high school, football, if it's cross-country, there's cross-country meet here, there. Those kind of things tend to bring your your communities together yeah absolutely um i mean when we were in quarantine there for two weeks i mean kids were itching to get back to it and uh, i mean i think when we came back here i mean that first half they had a lot of adrenaline going they were ready to go um but yeah i mean sports in this community are a big thing um it, it brings the community together people love going to football games they love going to wrestling matches basketball games stuff like that they, i mean 
people in this community they love supporting sports and for a while there they couldn't go to anything so yeah i think it was they were able to go to a football game they're going to go to a football game so so as you as you look forward to uh norwell next week uh uh, are there any things that you may need to change to adjust to their defense, or are you just kind of going to go with what you think is going to work for you and adjust on a fly? Uh, we'll, we'll look at the film, uh, watch, watch their team today, and uh, I mean, we might need to switch some line, some alignments around, and whatnot, switch some personnel around. Um, but I mean, we're going to do we what we do. We're going to we're going to try to run the ball, um, run the ball so we can pass the ball. I mean, that's what our option, what our offense is about. So. Yeah, you know we, we're talking about uh, growing this team. Um, I, as we've talked off air, Brad Weber walks by a house and we stop and talk football, and uh, he thinks that there's some things that uh, he can help do to help get the community around it and uh, build the DFL back up a little bit, help build a, the uh, junior high program up, and uh, that's the kind of thing that you need to expand on. I mean, you're not going to fix this program in a year; it needs more than a year to fix it, and those kind of things that. Uh, you have to plan forward to is there things that you have in the works to try to build this program back up over the time yeah um yeah we i mean we got to start pretty much ground level work our way up here um sort of the dfl implement maybe a flag football league next year or something like that get more kids out playing um yeah just getting our numbers up i mean i think they had like 100 people on the roster last night just sophomores through seniors and we had 32 guys dressing um we have 42 on our roster but we've kids that can't play because they came out too late so i mean yeah i mean just in that aspect of it the the numbers were there for them and they weren't there for us i mean i mean we gassed after halftime and you could tell well you you look for that you look for that uh second string of kids to put in and they weren't there (laughs) yeah i'm looking for someone else well that's all we have right now so i mean the kids are playing hard that's all you can ask for when they came out they're ready to play they, they bust their tail all week. You know, see, so. Coach Grant Mosier sitting over here on the sideline, he's got so many players that he sent one after a hot dog for him in a concession stand last week. But uh, <laughs> they, he got over to realize it wasn't open. But, that must uh, be nice. Yeah, but la- last night the concession stand was open. I actually smelled popcorn in the stadium, and that, that was a welcome sight to come back. So hopefully as things kind of settle down a little bit and uh, people understand how things work, uh, we can get back to some sense of normalcy in our in our lives. Yeah, hopefully, and maybe Mosier can send some players my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um, we talk about uh, building programs up. What's your junior high program looking like this year? Uh, we actually have a decent amount of players down there right now. We have, um, there's like 21 seventh graders, which is pretty good, and that's pretty good. That's a class we're waiting for to come up through. There's some pretty good athletes. There's some good linemen down there. Um, our eighth grade class, I think there's 16 or 17, and there's a couple pretty decent players that we're ready to have next year so um coach kevin conrad who is one of the coaches on the state team he's taking that program over down there this year he's the eighth grade head coach um adam miller who was one of the assistants last year for me down there he's a seventh grade head coach and um bryce bennett who came from summit is the other assistant coach down there and i think right now they're doing a pretty good job they're actually playing norwell tuesday i believe so um i know they're looking forward to that so and that's the kind of thing that you don't need 40 running backs in your program. You need some of those kids to be big linemen to uh, mm-hmm. grow in a size. So, parents, if you're out there listening, don't be afraid to feed your kids. You need some big kids. Grow some grow Absolutely. some big, strong kids. Uh, I don't know. The, the water down burn must be something. I've been down the field at Coach Moser's team down there, and he's got some big kids down there. And uh, Yeah, I'm not sure where they come from down there. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to send him his way, you know, give him some water. I don't know. Is, it, is it whole milk grain or what is it? Yeah. 
<laughs> Lots of dairy cattle down yeah. in uh, southern Adams County. But uh, I tell you what, uh, Coach, it's good to be able to talk football with you uh, this week. Uh, last week uh, you were kind of doing prep and trying to get into the season. And now you've kind of got into a little bit of a normal routine. Uh, you can watch some film on your te- the team you're playing next week. And uh, I wish you success next week with Norwell. It, it's not an easy try um, not to look past games, but who are the, some of the next games you have coming up after Norwell that you'll have to prepare for? Well, we play Leo the next week, so, I mean, like you said, our schedule isn't getting any easier. Um, it goes normal Leo, and I think we have New Haven, Huntington North. Huntington North is a very improved team this year. I think they lost by seven to East Noble last night, and they took Warsaw, I mean, down to the wires, 42-35. Um, I mean, they're a much improved team. DeKalb's always good. I mean, yeah, DeKalb will, East Noble's always good. DeKalb so. will get to play next week. They were on their two-week uh, break, and uh, they'll get back into the system. That's where um, – New Haven last night had to travel over and take on Pioneer, who's typically a, a 1A powerhouse, and was able to get a 32-28 win over them. So that's kind of a kind of a, a win for a nice win for New Haven as Pioneer's yeah, a, a dominant program. So yeah, New Haven this year's they're going to be a tough team. They have a lot of athletes around them. They throw the ball around. They, can, I mean, they're they're pretty good. They're, they're they've been pretty good here for oh, six seven years right now. So. Well, we appreciate you coming in, and I hope you enjoyed your biscuits and gravy there. And uh, we will uh, take a break and go to our next segment uh, after this round of messages. But uh, thank Nick, Nick Hall for coming in, and I uh, wish you success next week at Norwell, and that will be our game of the week. It'll be Norwell coming to Bob Worthman Stadium to take on uh, Nick Hall and the Belmont Braves. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. That's been Nick Hall, and we'll be back with uh, Coach Grant Mosier of the South Adams Starfires right after these messages. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Get in, get out, get better. Get healthy in every way. For all your non-emergency medical needs and minor injuries and illnesses, Adams Memorial Hospital offers StatCare. Staffed with people you know and trust, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with no appointment necessary. Patients should use the emergency department entrance for this safe, convenient, and affordable care. Since 1980, we have been your screen printing professionals. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 Commerce Drive in Decatur. We take great pride in our screen printing and embroidery accomplishments. If you need from a few to a few hundred garments decorated, we can do it. Schools, organizations, business apparel, and more. Your design or custom design. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to West End Restaurant, uh, home of uh, 
Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital, Breakfast by West End Restaurant, sponsored by Mind's Eye Graphic, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. And after uh, Nick Hall exits after his wonderful breakfast, uh, Coach Grant Mosier has joined me. And Grant, uh, we know that your friend uh, Brent Cuckle is uh, listening on the radio, and uh, he said he wasn't coming this morning because you, you were not nice to him last night. Uh, you uh, put on a pretty good show. 60-7 to 7 was the final score. Um, you really stopped him up the middle, and uh, his his total overall rushing was minus 56 yards. So um, I know that your defense, your your offense gets talked about a lot, but your defense really stepped up last night. Yeah, I was really pleased with uh, the way our, our defense played especially. Um, our front seven, uh, so talented against the run. Uh, Nick Miller played an incredible ball game last night, showing – why he's a D1 recruit. Um, according to the stats right now, not official with tackling, but five, five tackles for loss. That'd be a school record for Nick Miller. Uh, he he had two, two, catch, uh, two catches for touchdowns, over 100 yards receiving, also ran for a touchdown, so three touchdowns and five tackles for loss. Uh, but our front seven, Austin Gorn, he played a great game. Tim Davison, uh, Braden Gilbert uh, broke his finger last night in the first quarter, went to Parkview. Um, but it sounds like it's a kind of a clean break, which is still a bad thing. But we're hoping maybe back in a couple of weeks. I'm not getting any surgery, so that's good news with him. And our linebackers, Dom Kahn, uh, Chris Summerson, and Jake Platner played incredible. And then our, our DBs had a first time to, to kind of face a, a passing team, and we had four interceptions, eight and one out of two picks. Uh, Alex Gorney in his first game back had an interception, and then also Drew Stutzman. So our defense uh, played phenomenal. Scott Steiner, again, you can't say enough about what he does with our guys, moving them around different fronts. Um, different stunts up front, and, and our coverage is mixed up with, with uh, Tyler Sprunger does a good job with them, Andrew Dysinger, Kyle Clauser, Coach Clark. Uh, they, they do an incredible job with, with that defense. I know that uh, you said before the game that your secondary wanted to be tested. Well, they were tested. Uh, sure. Uh, Kunkel ran the slant a lot, and that seemed to be where he was – that was his <clears> um, only way he could get some yardage. And they ran it well and drove the ball down and uh, ended up scoring uh, there uh, in the first half. But yeah. – uh, they did get some yardage, nothing downfield. Uh, you guys had good coverage, but that that little crossing pattern was something that they were able to capitalize on you. It's, it's the only way they really tend to move the ball on you. Yeah, we had quite a few quite a few slants last night, but we 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 were in. They, they had a backup quarterback who's more of a runner than a passer. But he is. I mean, I'll tell you, you can't say enough about Lucas Hunt. Oh, man, he is a tough, tough kid. We we. I don't know how many times we knocked him on the ground and pounded and pounded, and he kept get, he got up every single time. He, I had so much respect for him last night, man. The way we came after him, and the way he kept getting up every single time. Um, but, but yeah, like you said, it, it was it was a good job defensively by our guys. Um, but for the most part, uh, just continue to get better and, and better. But after that after that touchdown they scored, like you said, there I think it was nineteen to seven. We just kind of rallied. We, we, kind of uh, got the whole team up at, on, on the sideline and said, hey, we knew we were going to face adversity at some point. It's kind of a turning point now. It can be a close game here. We can kind of keep going and pull away, and our guys did that. I know that uh, we saw um, James Arnold kind of scramble a little bit. And James James not a fast kid, no. but he had a little bit of scrambling come out of the pocket. And uh, one of the things that uh, Coach Kunkel talked about before the game in our interview that I will have to send you today because it was uh, quite, quite memorable. <laughs> but uh, uh, one of the things he said in our pregame is that uh, – James's wide receivers know when he needs somebody and they break loose. And I think in the first two or three touchdowns last night, that's what it was. I mean, he scrambles out of pocket and his, his runners break their routes and come back and get open for big yards. And that seemed to really be success for you. He's gotten better and better. Um, it's hard to believe it was as good as he already is. Sometimes we, we were talking about things we needed to improve on uh, last week after the cast game and, and we were going through some blocking things and, 
different things we said. And, we, and James missed two passes, and we were like, yeah, one of you're mad that your quarterback misses, misses two passes during the game and still has whatever, six or seven touchdowns. So Well, he threw his first interception last <laughs> night did. in how long? Yeah, exactly. But he's, he's gotten so much better with his pocket presence where he can move around, um, keep his eyes downfield. Both both Miller's touchdowns were, were kind of broken plays where James is scrambling, eyes downfield, and Miller, Miller does a great job uh, still finding the, finding the gap and coming back to the ball, and, and both touchdowns to him were because of that. But offensive line played really well again last night, I thought. Uh, opening, the, opening the hole for Somerset as well. Christian ran really hard again, 114 yards for Somerset. He's averaging over seven yards a carry through three games, so if we can keep that going with our run game, um, that's going to open the pass game even more. So right now we, we are very versatile on offense. We, we are just spoiled with the talent we have. Um, and you can't again. Our offensive line played played really well. We had Dom Khan come in for Gilbert when he went down in the first quarter, and he did a did a good job. The Platner brothers again, uh, Carter Lewis, um, they, they just do such a good job. Um, so we're getting better and better every single week. Um, and Big Hearn, I came to say Big Hearn, of course, the, the four year starter, Big Hearn, who didn't have to go to the bathroom again last night, so that was another plus. <laughs> Standing over baby, Big ste- Hearn. baby steps. So um. I, I- I heard one of the other broadcasters last night make a statement, and I agree with it when it comes to uh, Nick Miller. They said it's not fair. It's just not <laughs> fair. Um, how how Nick Miller was so wide open. You're going to look at the films today, and you're going to see yeah. that two of those passes he caught, there was nobody within 15 yards of him. It's like, how do you have a weapon like sure. Nick Miller that, that nobody is covering? And then the yak, the yards after catch that he gets, the one of them is about a 10-yard pass, and mm-hmm. he runs for 55-yard touchdown. So uh, another one, they, they kinda, you kind of hit him in a flat, and he runs, and a, a defender hits him at the one-yard line. He basically takes a kid and throws him off and steps yeah. in the end zone. I mean, he's just he's just a big presence, and it, it's like a men amongst boys kind of scenario that uh, to have a weapon like that that I think Nick Hall wants to recruit him. You know? <laughs> he better not, yeah. <laughs> we'll keep Miller around. He, yeah, I was playing scout team quarterback last week because – it's a, it's a sight to see, by the way. But James James Solder's hurting, so I was playing a little scout team quarterback. And the very first play, Miller comes in and <clears throat> tries to stop and still hits me a little bit, knocks the wind out of me. <laughs> I'm a big boy, obviously. I was like, oh, what are you doing? He is, he is uh, quite a talent. Did you forget to put the red jersey on? I must have. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but uh, he, he is. And, and the, in space, he's, he's so hard to bring down. The one touchdown, we have a route out of our bunch formation where we have a curl, which takes the linebacker, and then we have a deep post, which took the safety and the corner because Warner and, and Stutzman and Shock and Bix would run such – they're, so, they're, so, uh, they're so good at running the, the deep post and fly, so it took both guys with them. And Miller's sitting there on the, on the flag route wide open. and How do you, how do you lose Miller? But it's because you, you have to respect our deep ball. So yeah, he is, though, again, our all-time leading t- uh, tackles, for, tackles for loss leader. He's our all-time sack leader. He's our all-time receiving leader, all-time reception leader. Um, so you, you just can't say enough about two-year starts since his freshman year. Um, but he's a uh, and he he had a uh, he leads with energy. Um, he's not a, not necessarily a vocal leader, but but guys respond to how hard he plays. I think and and it, what I love about him, Nick, is um, he's kind of a goofy kid. You know what I mean? He's fun to he's fun to be around. He's fun to joke with. He's a kid that. You get a D1 recruit that doesn't mind getting, getting taking a chewing a little bit. He's a kid that can get on and he'll respond to that, which which you love to see in a kid like that. He's very coachable. Um, so you can't say enough about Nick Miller and all our leaders last night. Our captains, our captains are phenomenal right now with Somerset, Arnold, Miller, uh, and Aiden Warner, Jr. They, they've been incredible this week. I thought our preparation was, incre- was, was great. Um, <clears throat> our guys were very focused on Wednesday and offense and the Thursday night, especially pregame. Jake Platner is another one who, who, who just had our guys really focused and ready to go this week. I know that uh, there's uh, things that you want to work on. Uh, last night, your your game against Bluffton uh, uh, kind of went your way. Um, there's things that uh, 
will happen throughout the season that you need to work on? Uh, who's your opponent for next week that you need to prepare for? Uh, we play up at Heritage, and they are they are much different than last year. We, we uh, that's a team that we were up seventy to zero last year at halftime. But they have a new coach. They have I think fifty six, fifty seven kids out now. So he's gotten a lot more kids out, and, and Coach Colkman, and they do different, different schemes. We watched some of their film last night already. And they are a much improved team from last year, but we're really excited to get to play on turf. Yeah, they're a twenty-six to nineteen winner over Woodland last night. Last night, uh, one of the things that I did see, and uh, you probably can't follow Twitter during the game; it'd be kind of yeah, right. that'd, that'd be <laughs> kind of distracted for you. But uh, the Blitz put out a tweet uh, when Nick Miller stopped uh, Lucas Hunt in the backfield and just basically threw him to the ground. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, that tweet is going to be retweeted uh, numerous times. Dane, Dane Filling from the Triple D uh, retweeted it. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's one of those things, uh, it's, it just was an, a tough night for Bluffton. You just kind of overpowered them a little bit, but uh, their kids kept coming. I mean, they kept putting kids out there, and they, they were there. Uh, they had some size, too. They had a couple yeah, of did. bookends on, on a line that were uh, 6'3", 315, and 317. I mean, those are some big kids, and uh, he's got some athletes out there. And I, I agree that, you know, their their other quarterback was a little bit more of a scrambler, but uh, Hunt was a gamer, and he was in there and uh, was not afraid to throw the ball when he had to throw the ball and uh, ran the ball not effectively, but uh, he got up every time. He did. Uh, yeah, Kungs had him. Had him uh, that's what, what West Wing tell was a, was a great program. Um, where where they get down and just keep keep fighting, keep getting back up. Cause we we've been on that side of of scores. My first year coaching, we had some lopsided scores like that, where it's hard to stay in the game as players as a coach. But uh, they kept coaching, they kept getting up, kept playing hard, kept bringing it at us. Even even in the third and fourth quarter, they're still going hard. Again, I can't say enough about Lucas Hunt and the beating he took and how he's kept responding. I'm sure he's sore this morning, but he he was very impressive at the quarterback position. Not not his natural position either, but stepping in and playing really really well. Um, but we just had more talent last night. I know that uh, on uh, um, the play that James Arnold uh, threw the interception, went down and, and made the tackle. Now, is it a coincidence <laughs> that he caught call for a late uh, hit on the sideline <laughs> after the after the uh, his probably his first interception in a long time, or is it just uh, the way the ball played out? It, so it, it was it wasn't a great decision by him. Um, but but also but also Miller could came back to the ball. Miller Stets also a very very fast defensive back stepped in front of it. Um, so we had, this is we have a punishment um, called Brutus, where you push a sled on the ground about 100 yards for personal fouls. And <laughs> James obviously never had a personal foul, so James comes off right away and says, "Coach, my first Brutus." <laughs> so we'll see how bad it was. If it's bad enough, if it's it, way out of bounds, I, I think it was borderline. It was on the other it, side it of the field. We didn't have a good angle on it, but uh, yeah. I think right at the tail end, the uh, the interceptor stepped out of bounds yeah, yeah. and and james had already had him teed up and he's yeah. like i'm not backing <laughs> off you know he's mad he threw his first pick of his, of his season too which probably didn't help but yeah that was that'll be that'll be interesting to, to watch that on film with with the guys on monday and see i'm sure the guys will give him a hard time as we're watching that you actually got some pretty good press here in the, the journal gazette this morning nice yeah. little story and a little article and they interviewed and then one of the things that they mentioned that uh, we also mentioned on the radio last night on that that first crossing pattern where um uh james kind of scrambled out a little bit and stutzman come across the side and he threw a laser that Stutzman had to get to, and he caught it. He had so much momentum that he ran out, and he was behind the scoreboard. And yeah. Dave Nathan couldn't call the uh, play. He didn't know who caught the ball because he was <laughs> behind the scoreboard. And I said, I think it was Stutzman. It, it's, it, he is a fast, fast kid when he's healthy. And that's why uh, – so that was a big part of last year in regional. When we got beat by Adam Central. He didn't get to play in that game because he got hurt in practice. Um, that, really, that really hurt us. So, so we – when he, right now he's healthy. You can see how fast he is. But that, yeah, James threw it up. I was like, no way he's catching that ball. And I don't know where there he goes, flying um, by by two defenders and catches the ball. And then Munn carries out of the end zone. But he's gotten better. 
better and better as well. His senior year now, two touchdowns last night. I think he may have, might have six touchdowns now in the year in three games. Um, again, we're just so so talented at, at different our skill positions right now. Um, guys who have a lot of experience, guys who have played a lot of years. Um, as long as we continue to be unselfish, uh, we're going to be successful. And that's kind of our, our something we got to keep talking about every week is, hey, as long as you're getting excited for the guy who scores that's not you and not worrying about your own stat line, we're going to be successful. And I know that uh, probably uh, late in the third quarter, early in the fourth quarter, I saw your defense come in. You, you swapped, swapped a lot of your uh, D-backs out, and then you kind of slowly went to D-line, and then in, in the fourth quarter you ran your twos, and I thought your twos performed very well. They sure did. You had a couple of runs. I mean, A.J. Dull had a, had a break around the corner, and I went for a long run, and I know that that turns into a JV game at that point mm-hmm. in time, but uh, I think your twos stepped up pretty well. They, they they really did. AJ Dahl ran the ball really well. They got three carries, fifty six yards. Uh, Mav Somerset came in. Mav's, Mav's been playing really well lately, especially at the JV level. Mav had a great game last week against Parkway um, on, on Monday night. Um, Ken Richardson scored a touchdown. I thought Brady Beal and, and Owen Warner, at quarterback, did a good job. Um, our two's line played played pretty well. We had some, we had some freshmen in there even um, toward the end there. So I was happy with that drive where they could punch it in at the end too and, and get a touchdown for. It's nice when you have a kid that can score a touchdown, a JV kid who can score with when there's like three minutes left of punching it in um, as well. But I was really happy with the way they, they played as well, and we'll see how they do against the JV on, on, on Tuesday. Because we're going to have a lot of those guys that are going to be forced into varsity roles next year. We're going to have some young guys playing varsity. <clears throat> I think right now we're starting 10 seniors on, on defense. Um, so we need to get those guys. It's good to have those guys get reps in, on Friday nights to get ready for next year. Now, there was a there was a big play that pro- people probably forgot about, but it was very critical when uh, – Bluffton came out and kicked the onside kick, and a ball yes, popped up, yep. and Maverick Somerset made a really nice play to go get the ball. And sometimes you kind of fall asleep and and think, oh, yeah. it's going deep. And but as that first, that second line uh, made a nice play on the ball, come up and and it did a really good job because it went through the it hands did. of like the first two line guys, yeah. and a ball took a funny hop right to him, and uh, he made a nice play on it. And uh, uh, it's good to see that uh, you have those kids come in, and even though they may be twos, they can make the big play when you need them to. He, he, that, we give out, we give out an award every week, special teams player of the week. And I don't want to be a spoiler, spoiler alert, but it's going to be him. <laughs> that was a huge play right there. They scored, had momentum. We just gathered our guys on the sideline, talked about getting the momentum back. Uh, they come out with a good call, onside kick, and our, I'll use it off the hands of our front uh, lineman. Math comes flying up and grabs it, and then he had a couple big hits on kickoff as well last night. Um, Ma- Maverick's a product of Christian beating up on him all his life. <laughs> Christian, in practice, when Mav's playing our, our scout team safety and Christian's running the ball, he'll go out of his way to run 10 extra yards to make sure he finds his little brother back there at safety and run him over. So so I'm excited to see how Mav develops here into into a, a varsity player. But, yeah, that was, a, that was a big play, and that could have been a huge turning point for us. No, I, I think that fans don't get the true – they don't get the true feel of it. When I come down on field and interview you, um, I see the kids warming up stuff. When Christian Somerset comes on, he's a tank. He is. You know, he's seventy percent of his weight from the waist yeah, down. Yeah, it I mean, is. It is. He's got the, got the <laughs> he, big hips. He's torn two game pants already this year. I'm like, what? You start paying for these, Christian? <laughs> Gets them on before the game even. Yeah, coach, I tore another pair of pants. I'm like, what? What are you squatting nowadays? Why, why, why don't you take him up a size? <laughs> yeah, that's why I told him. I said we have different sizes, Christian. <laughs> no, but yeah, he he is a we call him the bowling ball. He's he and he's fast. He has speed too. Yeah. We were watching film last night as a coaching staff, and there's we run a, t- a sweet play where. He usually miss, makes that first guy miss in the backfield and, and took it around the outside for a 10, 12 yard, and then he finishes the run off. You don't want to be a safety coming up on him because he's going to lower his head and run you over. Yeah, we we saw one play last night where uh, they, he was supposed to go to the two gap, and the two gap was full, mm-hmm. and he kind of made a little stutter step and hesitated just for a second and then went for the three gap and got a big yardage out of it. And 
like I said, the small safety come up on him is like the safety. You can just see the yep. safety's like, I don't want to tackle yeah. him. And, and he didn't, he didn't shy away from me. He's like, I'm yeah. going to run you over. And he did put, put his head down and uh, popped him. And uh, that's what made the statement to Dave. It's like, I don't know who, um, I don't know who, uh, was the winner on that one, but yeah. I think he took a big hit. I think there's a, was there a face mask on there too by the safety. Of that same I think play? it was. Yeah, yeah, there was 15 more on top of that. But he, I'm I'm really happy with the way Kirsten has uh, developed over the last three years. This I told him we're talking about heritage last night with him. I was in the second half, so I'm standing beside him on the sideline. That was his breakout game, uh, his sophomore year. We were up there at Heritage and we were down 20-0 at halftime, and somehow there's a dent in the locker that's in my garage now because I had to pay for it. <laughs> So now it's in my garage at home. But we came out in the second half, and, and, some, and Christian, we put him at tailback for the first time because uh, Nick Stewart went down, and he, he, I think he rushed for 200 yards in the second half up there. That's when we kind of knew he was going to be something special. And, and our offensive line did a great job again last night. Like I said opening holes for him. Um, but that's, that's when we have such a great passing, passing uh, team with so, so many abilities, it's good to have a running back that's so valuable as well, like I said, to keep us balanced on offense. And I don't know, a defense against us right now, I don't know. They had a good game plan. We kind of thought they might do that. They had four high safeties, and if you're going to do that, we're going to run Somerset out yet, and he's, going to, he's durable. Last year against Woodland, the same thing. He had 40 carries, um, 200-some yards, so he, he's a kid that can, can handle that load. I know that uh, last night a couple of times you uh, you put uh, Miller in the backfield and ran mm-hmm. the ball with him, and that that's uh, that's an easy three, four yards for you on every sure. carry, and I did see that uh, you did have one of your, your big linemen get in yeah. there for the uh, up back for the score on one of those yeah. plays. Uh, yeah, Miller in the backfield is just just another look to move him around and get him get him more give him the ball a little more often in different ways. Um, just an intimidating kid. Him and Somerset in the backfield is, is a very heavy backfield. And then we got down inside the five and brought in Austin Gorney as well. So we call that our heavy package with uh, Tim Davis in a tight end, Austin Gorney a fullback, Nick Miller on the offset back, and then Christian Somerset. That's a backfield that you don't want to don't want to don't want to see coming downhill at you. And, uh, the first play, actually, Austin Gorney ran, ran, took a wrong, wrong uh, path and ran to James, and James said, that's a hard house hit all night. <laughs> but yeah, and then, then we gave him the ball, and, and, he, and he punched it in for his first touchdown of his career, so that was good to see from, for him as well. Good kid that works hard, uh, a defensive lineman for us four years now. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was entertaining. You know, and it, it got to the point where he, he scored on the next play, but uh, James went into the end zone and fumbled after he yeah. got into the end zone. I thought he scored before he fumbled. He, he did, yeah. and somehow the referee brought it back out and they put it on the one inch line. It's yeah. like he was yeah. in the end zone when he fumbled the ball. I mean, the ball broke the plane, but uh, I don't know if they don't have instant replay in high school, so they brought it back. So we picked, uh, we picked it up anyway in the end zone. So yeah. should touchdown regardless. Yeah, but uh, well, coach, you look at uh, your game next week. You talked about heritage a little bit. You get to go out and play on some a turf field, and uh, mm. once again, uh, that's a, a team that's. Uh, getting a little bit better they picked up coach Coltman to go in and see if he can do something with that program and uh not always an easy place to play it's kind of sits out in the middle of a cornfield and i uh, don't know what the weather's going to be like next yep. week but uh it's uh it's a some some place you need to need to go in and uh get the job done yeah and, and they have they have a big 10 recruit they have a, a defensive end wide receiver who got offered by purdue this summer um a junior in eldridge so uh they, they have some players um like i said that they are well coached now um, with with their new coach Colkman, who's been around now, who's D coordinator at Dwinger for for a long time with the state championship there, um, head coach at Bluffton, Fort Wayne Northside. So they're doing some new things. He's, he's got a lot of experience, got a lot of wins under his belt. Uh, like I said, they have more kids out now, so it's going to be another fun game. We we really want to win the ACAC. That's a big goal we have uh, after last year. We want to be back to back champs, and, and that camp. And if you can't win, take a week at a time and win win every game. So again, we we took the first step last night and went with that goal and. Next step's going to be Heritage. Can we go up there in a tough environment? It's going to be limited fans for us. I think it's only going to be, uh, I believe it's only players, parents again. But can we go up there and, and 
get another win for to, for our chance to to move to two and zero in conference. See, now you have the big, full, thick beard. He's got the long, pointy. <laughs> he got the beard. long one. Yeah, I think mine's a little better. Got the long, pointy beard. Yeah. Well, we uh, appreciate you coming in this morning, Grant. Uh, speaking of the heavy package, they have a to-go order for you over here. It's two boxes. I don't know why there's two. Five. I have no idea why there's two boxes over there. Should be one. I don't know what that yeah. other one is. That cinnamon roll is not for me. I bet. <laughs> I think, uh, as uh, Coach Kunkel told you last night, you stopped to burn McDonald's for your pre-breakfast on the way in. But uh, we do appreciate you coming in. We'd like to thank all of our fans for listening in. We're going to take one more break and come back uh, right after this message from our fine sponsors. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Kent at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community who knows you and your insurance needs and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Graeber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Back to our final segment here on the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital with breakfast served by the West End Restaurant. Also sponsored by Mind's Eye Graphic, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. In uh, local games last night, the East Noble defeated Huntington North 28-21. Columbus City took out Belmont 47-6. Leo defeated uh, Norwell 17-0. And that will be our game of the week next week. We'll go to Belmont High School to take on uh, watch Belmont take on Norwell. Adam Central went over and defeated Tri High by the score of 41 to 0. South Adams defeated Bluffton uh, 60 to 7 that we just talked about. Heritage took on Woodland and was defeated was a, a victor by a score of 26 to 19. And that will be South Adams' uh, foe next week as they will take on the Heritage Patriots at Heritage. And Adam Central travels to Jay County to take on the Jay County Patriots. So. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, listen in next week as, uh, once again, Dave, Nathan, and I will be on the air. Um, 6.40 uh, start time for a game with uh, Belmont versus um, Norwell. So, once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Steve Gagel, for running aboard for our back in the studio. We'll be back with uh, more football tech next Saturday morning at 8.02.
Thank you for listening to Adams County Radio, WZBD, Burn, Decatur, and Bluffton, Indiana, 92.7 FM.